0: I can't pretend to know how sensitive boobs are.
1: God knows I don't own a fucking tuxedo.
0: Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that's the homecoming king of all podcasts.
1: Yes. Most definitely. Can you tell me
0: who your homecoming king and queen were? I didn't go to those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck that. Didn't go to prom. You got to dress nice. So that means you got to rent something because God knows I don't own a fucking tuxedo or a nice pair of shoes. And then you got to pay to get in. And then it's just boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a party. The part, The part of prom that everyone actually cares about is the after parties where there's drugs and booze and you can go actually hang out with your friends there, mm-hmm. and you don't have to dress nice.
0: I went to prom. I got a tux with tails,
1: and I had on some... With tails? Yep. Like past your butt? Like yeah, behind, man. Oh, my. Had some... Uh, you have a top hat, too, and some Mickey Mouse <laughs> gloves? No. <laughs> I, I did have the cummerbund. Charlie, and what is that? Is like that this. that one actor? No. Doctor Strange? <laughs> No, that's back. <laughs> I, I know. It was... A, it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> oh, no, what just happened to me? It was a joke. Oh, shit. I, I clearly know. I know, a, I know. But I, uh, I can't believe that tickled you that uh, bad. Uh,
0: something's wrong in my throat or something. But I uh, I had, like, blue Converse, and I had nice. my long hair and an earring, and uh, I hated it other than I did meth. But that's pretty much uh, as much as... Uh, you're willing to say? Yeah, yeah. About as much as I'm willing to
1: say about
0: the prom. Other than that, I did, mess. That is all I have to say about that. True story, folks. It was called Crank back then, though. So, I'm, Yeah. I think it's about the same thing. I don't know.
1: but <laughs> Probably. Anywho. Well, maybe not as It was potent. a
0: night to not remember. I can
1: tell you that. Wow. Is that because you can't remember it or because you don't want to remember it?
0: Uh, probably a little bit of both. <laughs> probably a little bit
1: of both. <laughs> Anyway, I'm Vince. I'm
0: Jack. And we are a father and son podcast. You love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode 69. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 69, 69, 69, 69.
1: You're, you're making such a big deal out of it. It is a big deal. I mean. It's 69. I and mean, what's the big deal about it? Well, you see,
0: son, when a man and a woman love each other, they, uh, hmm, how can I put this? They, uh, well, let me put it like this. Yeah. uh, yeah. When you're both really hungry and it's time to dine. When you eat the hairy box again to spit shine. When three pairs of lips are covered in slime. It's sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. So do you understand now, son?
1: Yeah, I think I actually get it. When I'm licking on her privates and she licks mine. When our mouths and junk get all intertwined. When our heads and genitals both align. It's sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and
0: eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Skip a double, dipper double, dip bump, bump. Sucking dick, eating pussy. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Sucking dick, eating pussy all the motherfucking time,
1: yo. Hey, hey, hey. We all get it. I think everybody gets it. All right. Sucking dick and eating pussy at the same time. Yeah. Simple concept.
0: Well, you better get ready, because it's about time for Movie Muggin' Episode
1: 69! Boy! Woo! Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it now. Alright,
0: everybody, well, you know what time it is. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie and Lobby. This is the time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. You know, Ching, I, damn. I, re- I recorded last week, you know, last week I uh, did the stopwatch on it, seven seconds. I think I just beat it.
1: I think that was like two, <laughs> two points. <laughs> Might have been more than seven. two.
0: All right, well, let's get to the lobby stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is lobby time. It is. It is lobby time.
0: Um, Let's see. First of all, last week we saw a woman beat somebody with her boobs.
1: Uh, Oh yeah. And we weren't real sure. Dictator.
0: We weren't real sure
1: exactly
0: what was going on.
1: Well you mean we weren't sure if they were real or not? We
0: just we had lots of questions and I got some answers. Susan Sykes, aka Busty Heart. Busty Heart.
1: Has forty six H's. Those are the size of her titties, forty six like, H. That doesn't mean anything to me. Like, like, but the number doesn't mean anything. Like how women's pant sizes. Oh, are, I know. Like zero or one or two. Yeah,
0: and bra sizes have fucking whatever. letters in them. It's like doing algebra. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just
1: that wasn't <laughs> even planned. Fuck you. It was not. But it was pretty a fucking good. Grandpa. I mean, if
0: I like me, I know the waist size. I know the length. Right? Yeah, Girls like,
1: I'm a size eight or size four. What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, and they're and you're on like what? Is it, it, that a dress, shorts, yeah. shirt? A blouse, whatever top, that is. Fuck. Pantyhose. Get it together, ladies. We're like, okay, shirt large. It's not fucking hard <laughs> for us. Thank God. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, but we're idiots too, so we yeah. kinda we kinda need that. All right. So anyway, busty heart. <laughs> I went to her website, bustyheart.com. <laughs> Why? Which looks like it was built by a 12 year old like in 1998. Well, I mean, it's yeah. just terrible.
1: She's like an amateur booby lady. Uh,
0: but there's a video of her smashing cans and watermelons with her cans and melons.
1: Uh, I've seen something like that before. There's a lady drinking at a bar and she just lifted up like the front of her shirt so her whole tit came up and smashed a can flat. Yeah, it must have been her because. No, this lady didn't look like her.
0: Like. For real, she beats the shit out of things and smashes things with her tits. And
1: I guarantee you, people donate. To see her do that? Or donate
0: cans? <laughs> Here, no. smash this one.
1: I, I don't even know. I, 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 I forgot your know. question. My, my s- mind is too focused on the bazongas <laughs> that are like, the fucking icebergs that destroyed the Titanic.
0: Yeah, they they were not attractive
1: at all. I mean, mean, that kind of goes without saying whenever they're bigger than an average man's torso.
0: I just, I can't comprehend it. I just can't comprehend it. But um, she really beats the hell out of
1: things with them. Which Props for that, dude. You got weaponized boobies. It's like Austin Powers, like the booby machine gun. Except this one's way more threatening. I can't pretend to know how sensitive boobs are because I've never even got to first
0: base before. Mm, but (laughs) You have two children. (laughs) (laughs) But I would think, I don't know, ladies, let's hear from you. Would it hurt to hit something with your boob? I'm pretty sure. Just like hit something barely. But what about to smash your boob into something that's like on a table? To destroy it. Yeah. MovieMuggin at gmail.com. Let's hear from
1: you. It probably would. And like some women like complain about their back pain. Oh, they clearly haven't met this woman before. There are so many
0: things that woman can't do. She can't sleep on her stomach. (laughs) I'm not sure she can sleep on her back. I don't really know how that would work. She can't run. She can't jog. She can't jump rope.
1: But she can beat the hell out of things. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I mean, would you trade all of those things to be able to beat the hell out of something?
0: With my boobs? No.
1: (laughs) I mean, I would not. What if there was somebody that just
0: had giant balls? that were not and that sensitive the, and they could just beat the hell out of people a fucking
1: wrecking ball come in knock down walls I was thinking more of like a new comic book series like featuring the two of them and their rivals oh, okay and so like like they try to fight each other but they're they perfectly counter each other he, it's like he'll swing his balls upward and she'll smash her boobs downward and they'll meet in the middle and then they just go back to their places and they're like fuck he'll knock but her we down. hate each
0: other He'll knock her down. She'll bounce right back up.
1: The tea bag of death. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. It smashes her
0: head with those giant things. Would that be? Would that be his name? She'll pull her boobs up <laughs> to protect her face right at the last
1: second. <laughs> the tea bag of death. What would her name be?
0: I don't know, but we need to copyright this right now. Yes. Before anybody else starts drawing that comic. All
1: right. One more thing,
0: real quick. I went to pick up groceries the other day because I'm not a peasant. You know, I'm not going to push a shopping cart and stuff like that. Somebody mm-hmm. else is going to pick up my groceries, and then bring them to me. And I and I call when I get there, and I swear the lady says, sweetie, as she's talking to me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, sweetie. And I was like, I don't know if she really said that or not.
1: you know, like, she must be like 75 years old. It's kind of weird.
0: This young girl comes out. She's probably, I don't know, 22, 23 or something like that. I roll down my window, and she's like, would you like them all in the trunk? And I said, yes. And she says, okay, sweet pea. What? What are you doing? <laughs> Like, I'm okay if, like, a 75-year-old woman says, like, oh,
1: darling, or okay, sweetie. And then hands you one of those strawberry candies,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know? An old mint that's been in her pocket for (laughs) 20 years. Here, have this. Exactly. Oh, those strawberry candies were good, though. I didn't like those. Oh,
1: man. Everyone else I've met ever likes those, though. Where did they get them? fucking that's one that's like an urban legend no they, they, they just like get you get them in the mail when you reach a certain age when you sign up for
0: aarp they just <laughs> <laughs> you get a free t-shirt mm-hmm. and uh yeah, some strawberry candy a
1: lifetime supply of those things yep and that's, they never expire too that's the, i know they don't
0: <laughs> and that's the only way you can get them <laughs> but what the fuck i don't need a girl younger than me calling me sweetie or sweet pea
1: I mean what? I don't I don't think I would care. I mean it's a little bit weird. It's, it's very weird. It's out of character. That's the thing for me. Nobody says that shit unless they have white hair. I mean, yeah? I'm
0: always down with a younger girl flirting with me because it makes me feel like I like I'm virile and, and still have a little something. Virile. You know? What does that
1: mean? <laughs> you
0: know, funny story, real quick. Well, like, and I'm sterile.
1: We'll, <laughs>
0: funny, funny story, real quick, and I am sterile. Actually, yeah, so,
1: I uh, know. I'm That's why, to, why I said that to
0: tell everybody there will not be any more it's
1: fucking great news. children in this family. <laughs> it's great news. So I'm at work one day.
0: And back when I wore cologne, I don't know, fucking I haven't worn cologne in probably twenty something years or something like that. I've never worn cologne. But I had some on and I'm in talking to my boss, and I like I didn't have a lot on, but this younger girl walks in and she's an attractive girl. She's like the receptionist or something like that. And she says, Mmm, you smell good. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, I do. You know, <laughs> she's like what, what brand is that or whatever? And I don't know what it was. I'm just going to say it's like Ralph Lauren or something. Dior. And she's like, Oh, God, I'm going to get some of that for my dad.
1: And I was and like, And you're like, Okay. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck you. you. Yep. <laughs> get <laughs> out of my face. Dad. So you're selling, saying I smell like an old fucking. I man. guess so,
0: man. Like Remember, I had fucking aqua velva or something like that.
1: <laughs> my grandpa gave me some axe body spray. And I was in middle school. So I was like, Who? My dad? No uh mom's dad okay and uh i don't know he's like had never used it he got it free and didn't know what to do with it and it like i smell it it was apollo and i was like oh my god (laughs) it literally smelled like an old man when he's like at a salt grass or something (laughs) like like it's like the salt grass bathroom how about that we're eating
0: good tonight baby i'm gonna spray (laughs) some apollo
1: it is like i'm not wearing this All right, well, you got anything else
0: for the lobby? All right, well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, so today's movie came out in the year 2001. Okay, I like that. It is rated R. Mm. It is one hour and 48 minutes, 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8 out of 10 on IMDb, and 92% of Google users like this movie. Wow. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. In one scene, the main character and his friends talk about Smurfs engaging in an orgy in explicit detail. Okay, what
1: <laughs> What fucking movie is this? This and, is like American Pie 6 or some shit? And... I mean, that Smurfs. would have been like 2017, fucking gargamel and yeah, but what, Azrael, he's like the cat smashing or them like that. with his cock. I don't know. <laughs> like, we have to find out. Maybe like an ant, like me with an ant's nest. <laughs> Except I did that <laughs> no! with my feet. Is there a video of
0: that? No. And a woman is shown in her nightgown that exposes her cleavage. This happens thrice.
1: Nice thrice. I'm okay with that. Who the fuck that? says thrice? Everyone who preserves their oxygen Mm -hmm. three times? Nah, thrice. It's more efficient. Yeah,
0: I guess so. All right, last time I picked, I picked a movie that I'd never seen. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep it going this month. This month for me is going to be movies that I've never seen. Wow. Last time I did pretty well. Yeah. City of God. That was a really good Mm -hmm. one. All right, so this movie is called Donnie Darko
1: okay i've heard of the title of this movie so many times i have no idea what it would look like what actors i have no no knowledge about this movie besides i kind of feel like it's a classic because of how many times i've heard it referenced all right so i'm excited let's
0: find out if it's a classic for us
1: yeah all right let's do
0: it <laughs> yeah let's take a movie mug and pause And we are back after watching 2001's Donnie Darko. Yep. And having a good night's sleep. Yep. We got finished with the movie about one fifteen.
1: Yeah, we're, it went really late.
0: Yeah, and we were tired, and the movie kind of confused us at the end, and so we were like, you know what, let's scrap this before we go into 2 in the morning and just don't do a good job. Mm-hmm. So here we are.
1: Yeah, hello. We're back
0: <laughs> and ready to go. All right, well, let's get into it. Um, Let me give it the 50-cent tour. This movie is about a young man, Donnie Darko, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And he has what appears to be some mental issues. Definitely. Some, I think they called it,
1: what? Something schizophrenia, like psychosis and schizophrenia. Yeah,
0: something is not quite right with Donnie Darko. Mm -hmm. And he starts seeing a large rabbit. Uh, well, a person in a rabbit costume.
1: is like demonic looking.
0: Yeah, and he does whatever the rabbit tells him to do. The rabbit tells him that the Earth's going to end in like 28 days or something like that and six hours and
1: 30 like minutes time, and 10 seconds, seconds or something like
0: that. And then Donnie does some weird shit, and in the end, he goes back in time and saves a lot of people. Yeah. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. During the presidential election of 1988, I'm not quite sure why they put that in there. I mean, that's
1: that was- like such a minor detail. I
0: know, I know. A teenager named Donnie Darko sleepwalks out of his house one night and sees a giant, demonic-looking rabbit named Frank, who tells him the world will end in 28 days. When Donnie returns home, he finds that a jet engine has crashed into his bedroom. Is Donnie living in a parallel universe? Is he suffering from mental illness? Or will the world really end? So let me just start with Donnie Darko. He wakes up like laying off the side of the road with his mm-hmm. bicycle next to him. So there was one time where I woke up standing in my backyard. I was probably 12 years old, something like that. And I just woke up standing underneath <laughs> the willow tree. The dogs weren't even around me, which probably meant I'd been out there a while. I tried the back door. It was locked. I tried the front door. It's locked. None of our windows were we didn't like open any of our windows. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how I got outside. So I went, and I rang the doorbell enough times for my mom to finally get up. And she's like, who is it? And I'm like, it's, it's Vince. And she lets me in. She's like, what are you doing? Did you sneak out? And to this day, I have no idea how I got outside. That's so crazy. I don't think it was a big bunny rabbit that was calling me outside, but fuck man, I, you know, it, there's no question that I have a uh, some mental issues (laughs) so it very well could have been
1: you must have lost a key or something because you had to have locked yourself out like but but here's the deal or you locked it from the inside before you walked out
0: the deadbolt was locked too it made no sense whatsoever like the whole thing made no sense we went through it over and over and over and there's like no way i should have been able to be outside so weird and it was like two in the morning yeah it's so weird it's one of life's craziest unsolved mysteries for sure <laughs> yeah. All right. So Donnie Darko, he wakes up outside and then he rides his bike down the hill. And Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunnymen comes on. And it's just the perfect song.
1: That's funny that it's the Bunnymen. That's mm. pro- that was probably on purpose. It probably was.
0: But so he's riding down the hill and he walks in and, and they're pretty nonchalant. Where were you last night? Eh. He just kind of. I don't know. (laughs) kind of blows it off, and his parents are like, whatever. And I think he's supposed to be, what, maybe 16 in this movie? Something like
1: that. 16 or 17, Mm -hmm. probably.
0: And then we find out pretty quick that he's in therapy, and then he goes to school, and in one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen in a movie, him and his friends get off the bus, and Tears for Fears, Head Over Heels starts playing, and it follows them inside the school, and then it's like... Two and a half minutes long or something. It's just the song. There's no words. And it follows them and then it picks up on somebody else and tracks them for a while. It's introducing you to all the characters. And then it shows somebody else and you see her walk a different way and the camera follows them. The song is perfect. It was just it was a really kick-ass scene. I just and I've and I've watched it another time since I looked it up on my (laughs) phone this morning and I just man, I appreciate it so
1: much. The soundtrack of this movie was fantastic. And some of the uh, cinematography or camera work, whatever you want to call it, was really good, too. And some of the editing, like some things, they did some really tasteful slow-mo and speed-ups that were really fucking cool. Perfect. Uh, yeah, for real. I, I did. I loved how they did
0: it. And sometimes I think they'd go from slow-mo too fast, like too fa- to fast motion. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It just worked. I really hadn't seen anything like that before. Like Jack said, the music was was spot on. Yeah. There was a time later on where his little sisters in this group called Sparkle Motion, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: they danced to Duran Duran Notorious, and it was perfect, too, because at the same time, Donnie's lighting a guy's house on fire. Yeah. (laughs) So it's switching back and forth from all these girls dancing to that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So basically the story is Donnie Darko is doing what the rabbit tells him to do. The rabbit tells him to take an axe and go chop up a water main at the school. He goes and does it. He doesn't remember that he's doing these things because he's kind of sleepwalking through it. Mm-hmm. He also lights the place on fire, which happens to be Patrick Swayze's place. Yeah. Who happens to be into kitty porn.
1: He is like this motivational speaker who basically fed false hope to everybody. He's just bullshitting everybody. Learn how to control your fear with my videotapes. And so then Donnie ends up burning his house down, and which reveals that there's a secret room, and it was full of kitty porn.
0: Behind a terrible self-portrait painting of himself. Oh
1: my gosh, yeah. That was, he, he was so self-absorbed, and mm-hmm. he's such a doucher, as I'm sure Patrick Swayze has played characters like that many times. He was perfect for the role in this, for sure. <laughs> yeah. This movie had a lot of people in it. A young Seth Rogen yeah. was in this movie, which before. that was very interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Drew Barrymore was in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Stands with a fist from uh, Dances with Wolves was the mom. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> you know? she was
1: the the lady he found like crying under the uh-huh. tree the one time. Uh-huh. Wow, <laughs> I knew she wow. looked familiar. that was a good movie too. It was a good movie. We've seen it so many times. Yeah, it probably won't be on here. Yeah, that's why I was. I was thinking. So Jake Gyllenhaal was perfect for this role. He's a fantastic actor.
0: He played the mentally ill so well. His facial expressions, mm-hmm. the smiles, and and I loved his character because his character kind of didn't take shit.
1: Yeah, he was. he wasn't afraid to say a lot of things people would be afraid to say. Whenever Patrick Swayze was at his school and he was doing this little like promotional talk or whatever, uh, He there was a microphone for people to go ask questions. And so Donnie hates this guy, and he goes up to the microphone and just starts talking uh, and like how, talking about how he hates the guy straight to his face in front of all the teachers and staff and stuff. And Patrick Swayze, of course, is like, I see a really scared and confused young man. And he's like, yeah, damn right, I'm a little bit... Like, I'm a little scared. I'm definitely quite confused, but you're the Antichrist. Yep. (laughs) And they're like, okay, that's enough. And there's totally been moments where I've just wanted to, like, speak straight to a teacher and complete disregard for what would happen to me afterward. But I just, I don't know if that's courage or complete lack of... Giving a shit. Compass or moral compass or whatever. It's not That's not moral compass. That guy deserved it. Well, of course, yeah. Yeah, no regard for consequences or anything. I think that's more of a mental health thing than a courage, bravery thing.
0: But if you knew that you could jizz at the end of the day and then just wake up in your bed, it'd be no problem telling people <laughs> to go fuck themselves. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, go fuck yourself. And then you see the uh, response is really bad. Mm-hmm. Then you go fuck yourself.
0: That's a little yeah. <laughs> that's a little callback to our one of our previous episodes called "Premature," mm-hmm. which is available for instant listening. If you'd uh, yeah. like to go there right after this episode,
1: oh, they, who are we kidding? They've already listened to well, yeah. it if they're listening to this one.
0: That's true, that's true. Because we don't get any new
1: listeners. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, I'm saying our fans are loyal mm-hmm. and listen to each and every single one.
0: But if you are here for the first time because you love Donnie Darko and you wanted to hear what two idiots have to say about it, then then welcome to Movie. Bummer. Yeah, welcome. Um, he also told that holier than now church lady woman oh, yeah. to shove a book up her ass. <laughs> she and She
1: deserved that too.
0: He got called in the principal's office with his parents, and she said, "You know, basically told me to shove Forcibly. it." Forcibly, yeah. <laughs> and Dad kind of chuckles, mm-hmm. and Donnie's in the background, kind of smiling, like nodding, like yeah, yeah. I did that. Mm-hmm. Just, he was fucking great.
1: He was a troublemaker, but somehow it didn't seem like he really got in that much trouble. Like they didn't catch him for busting the water main. They didn't catch him for burning the place down. They didn't catch him for headshotting a guy.
0: <laughs> they were they were on to him though. They were heading to his house, the yeah, cops there at the end. That, but yeah, they would have got him. All right, so let's get to that part real quick. There's all these events that are happening that so there's like parallel universe stuff. We we don't yeah. quite understand everything that kind of went on in this movie. We know there was some time traveling and it turns out there's this dude, Frank.
1: Yeah, which is the bunny
0: And he, yeah, we find out that he takes the bunny mask off, and it's Frank, and he's got a bullet hole in his eye. And then later on, Donnie Darko shoots him in the eye. So I guess he becomes a ghost or something like that and comes back to...
1: Yeah, to help steer Donnie in the correct direction. To go back in time. Because the world's going to end unless a certain event happens. Mm Mm-hmm. And so there's just, like, you kind of get taken through his journey of all this crazy shit that's happening. And then the final realization of what he has to do, which is he time travels back somehow to the night where he first sleepwalked and was told the world was going to end, but actually stay in his bed. So the turbine... Would kill him, Mm -hmm. which saved everything.
0: Saved everybody else, including his girlfriend who got
1: run over by Frank's car. Which is why Frank got shot in the head. (laughs) Right?
0: (laughs) They were a great couple.
1: I loved them, man. Like, I was so, uh, like, so in that scene, um, Donnie's on the ground with a knife to his throat from one of the bullies. And then you see the Trans Am pull into the yard, and I thought it ran over. Donnie, which Donnie was laying down and this guy was kneeling over him. So I thought Donnie was safe and the bully got like killed by a car, but it ran over his fucking girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And that sucked because they were such a good couple. They
0: are. And it's kind of like, you know how your mom wishes that Pam and Jim from The Office were together in real life?
1: Mm-hmm. Like they were such a good couple that. Me too. Like I wish <laughs> that they were like still together. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I
0: mean, it Cause was. Because they were awesome. They're two kids going through shit. Yeah. And they find each other. They bond. And they comfort each other. And it was just a really believable relationship for yeah. me.
1: And then she died, obviously. like We talked about that. So this whole movie took place between the 2nd of October, which is when he first sleepwalked and learned that the uh, world was going to end in the 30th or 31st, is whenever he time-traveled back to the 2nd to do whatever. And so he hadn't met his girlfriend Gretchen yet, but it seemed like these people like, like there was something weird about the end, where like they, like they knew each other, but they didn't at all, but there's like... It's almost like deja vu in a way,
0: mm-hmm. or it's almost like, "I know I've seen that person before. I know I have. Whether you saw them in a mall or at a 7-11 or something. You just you just know that you recognize them in some way. Mm-hmm. And at the end, of course, the girlfriend's saved, the mom saved, because they were on a plane that was about to crash,
1: and... Everyone who died is still alive.
0: Mm-hmm, in- including Patrick Swayze, the child molester. Motherfucker. But they all... Somehow, they kind of remembered a little bit about their lives or something. Like, it,
1: it transitioned between a bunch of the different characters after Donnie died and next to their bed or in bed, looking like they had a terrible nightmare a second ago. Mm-hmm. and. Like, next to Frank, there were drawings of the bunny mask. So it's like they're, like, haunted by what happened but don't really know what happened.
0: Mm -hmm. It it was weird. Like, we were so into the movie, so into it, Mm -hmm. both just fucking loving it. And then the end happened, and there's question marks hovering over our head. And
1: it wasn't a bad ending or anything. It was just not what I was expecting. I mean, I never expect a movie's ending to be confusing Mm -hmm. until it... Hits me in the face with confusion. <laughs> it wasn't a bad ending, I wouldn't say at all. Like it definitely took points down at first, and that's another kind of reason we should have slept on. It was good we slept on mm-hmm. it, is because I I would I would say that the ending did not put me in the best of moods. It no, it but did then not. and and then I get to sleep on it, which I guess is kind of cheating because maybe if I slept on Gladiator, it would have gotten a higher score.
0: Well, you have slept
1: on Gladiator and it still is like yeah not really but you know but what i'm saying maybe you should sleep with gladiator and then your score would <laughs> no, would definitely go up and uh, yeah it was really good that i slept on it because it it restored a lot of the score that had been previously lost
0: i woke up this morning thinking about it and like i said i watched the the tears for fears video transition in school and i loved it and you know what? I watched the the killing moon sequence too. When he's riding his bike down the hill, mm-hmm. and he's riding his bike home, and Frank's red Trans Am passes yep. him on the road when he's so.
1: There's going to be so many little things like that in this movie. If you watch it another I, time, I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, me to, too. To see
0: all the things that you notice, kind of like Sixth Sense. I think if you go oh, back yeah. and watch that, you recognize. Okay, oh well, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think this movie's going to have a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. I also noticed in this movie. They did some subtle things that, like, they didn't do over the top to make you think that this is the 1980s, but they had some subtle things in it. Like, I know Donnie Darko wore a Hobie shirt and also wore some OP clothes. Fucking OP, Ocean Pacific clothes. I know were. OP,
1: but not Hobie. You
0: were kind of cool if you wore that, but OP, man. I had some corduroy <laughs> OP shorts. I had lots of OP shirts.
1: I'd say the Trans Am, too. Yeah. That's another little mm-hmm. nod. So they did a good job. In the, the music. Yeah. A lot of it was kind of towards that era.
0: It was a really good soundtrack and so well-placed. Yes. I love it when a movie just has the perfect soundtrack or the perfect song for the perfect moment. Mm-hmm. Like in Fast Times, when moving in stereo comes on right as, right as Phoebe Kate's character is coming out of the pool oh. and she's taking off her bra and Judge Reinhold is whacking it in the bathroom. That, or- that was a great song.
1: Or in uh, the American Werewolf in Waxahachie or whatever that movie is called. Um, Blue Moon. I don't remember uh-huh. the exact scene, but I remember thinking, ah. Mm-hmm. It was before the werewolf attacked, wasn't it? It was the very beginning of the movie, I, I think. I can't remember,
0: but they did have some songs about moons and werewolves. Bad and stuff. Moon Rising. Yeah.
1: They had all sorts of themed songs, so I thought that was really cool, too.
0: And. A lot of people probably don't notice stuff like that, but when you do, you're like, hey, I like mm-hmm. it. I like the nod you're doing.
1: Even though it's the tiniest thing possible mm-hmm. that they could be doing, it's still really cool. Those are
0: fun to see in movies when you when you can pick out shit like that and go, hey. I appreciate you put that in there because mm-hmm. that makes it even more cool. Yeah, this this was definitely a cool movie. Okay, um, let me just look at my notes real quick, see if I got anything else in there. Okay, I got uh, Donnie Darko, kick-ass name
1: yes Mm -hmm. wish my name was Donnie Darko and then he started calling me it's Vincent Donnie now Vincent Donnie
0: (laughs) I've never known any cool Donnies there was a Donnie who used to bully me
1: Donnie's not a cool name until this movie I fucking hated that guy and uh, he's dead now
0: I'm not saying how he died. I'm just saying that, that he is he has passed I was away. Say
1: that was a little bit. He yeah, has he bullied away. me. I hated that guy. He's
0: dead now. There, there was also I'm a guy, like hold on. There was also a guy named Brian. I have not been able to find him yet. So, oh, so to my knowledge, alive. he is he's still alive. But Brian, you better watch your fucking back. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Like I was walking home from school one time, and they were like seventh graders, and I was like in fifth or something like that.
1: So you're thinking of like forty years ago. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Coming from the guy who keeps a grudge forever. Hey,
1: but you, I can't, I you'll haven't had the be, opportunity to hold a grudge as long as you're holding right now. You'll
0: still be talking about the kid who pushed you into some water table oh, one time okay. and got you wet when you're 45 years old. And what was his name? I don't know. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. So shut the fuck up over there.
1: Hey, but I'm not. Once I'm 51 and I'm holding (laughs) grudges from 40 years ago, that's double my age. It's not. I'm not even 20 yet. Over double my age. It's not really
0: even a grudge. I just remember the feeling when they pushed me in between two houses and like started choking me and pushing me to the ground. And I went home and I. Cried and told my mom I wanted karate lessons. Really? <laughs> yes. They didn't I fucking... mean, who
1: wouldn't want karate lessons? Well,
0: they didn't give me karate lessons either. Well, yeah, because
1: you're white trash poor. <laughs> but, but of course,
0: you know, when I got older, I won a free karate lesson, and it was just one of those things just to get one? you in there. Well, hold on, and it was about like Pat Burleson, who used to be like some famous karate guy, I guess. Mm. So I go in there, and I'm like, okay, this is kick-ass. I'm going to fucking be a ninja, and if shit happens to me... Because I was a real skinny yeah. guy, and I got, I didn't like get picked on a lot because I kind of got popular in a way, and then I had some older friends later that on. That was
1: me in school, People too. People kind of
0: left me alone. But like you, I always wanted to just be able to kick-ass if I needed to. So I, I had long hair, and about my third time going... He was like, hey, come up here and volunteer. I want to show people how to do things. Oh, and you got your hair pulled? Yep. So I don't get to watch how it's done because I'm the fucking, basically, the blocking dummy. He grabs my hair back and trips me and slams me to the mat. And then the next time we go, he calls me up again. I'm like, all right, this motherfucker doesn't like me. I can't do this anymore. So you
1: rip his nuts off?
0: Well, let me just say he's also dead now.
1: So, uh, so yeah, so... Take what you want You, you from got that. a black belt, too, and you had an epic battle.
0: I have a black belt. I put it around his neck and
1: took care of that. Damn. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't. Yes, I did. How's
0: that? All right, so also in yeah. my notes, I have... Do you remember how Donnie met his girlfriend?
1: Yes, which is really... I loved it, but it was also like, what kind of fucking teacher? Right. So she was new, and she was in the wrong class, so she, like... Like, knocked on the door and came in Donnie's classroom. It was like, I'm new. And Drew, where do I sit? Yeah, where do I sit? And Drew Barrymore was like, um, sit next to the boy you think is the cutest. Right. And it's like, wow. That one, that's completely unacceptable and unprofessional. And two, like, maybe you could have done that in the 80s, but nowadays, if you did that, someone's getting fired. Exactly. But, yeah, of course she sits next to Donnie. Well, Mm -hmm. someone has to get up. So, like, Drew Barrymore is watching, and she sees Donnie and Gretchen make eye contact, and they do, like, little smiles, and uh, Drew Barrymore was like, Ron, get up, (laughs) (laughs) because she just knew. That was perfect, and the birth of an awesome relationship. Exactly. All right, let's go favorite parts. Fuck, man. I mean, I really liked a lot of the... Frank hallucinations. We didn't really get into the theater. Oh, yeah. So that him and Gretchen, well, Donnie and Gretchen were in the theater alone watching Evil Dead, something rather. And uh, she fell asleep. And then all of a sudden, Frank is sitting next to them. They're kind of having a back
0: and forth conversation and Gretchen is asleep in the middle and you're kind of like, don't wake up, Gretchen. We don't. <laughs> we don't need you seeing how crazy Donnie is. And then I think Frank says, burn it down. Yeah. And so Donnie gets up, leaves his sleeping girl in the theater, goes to Patrick Swayze's house, dumps gasoline all over the place, lights it on fire, walks back to the theater, <laughs> yeah. sits down right next to Gretchen, who's still sleeping.
1: It was and perfect. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, I don't know, man. I think my favorite part of the movie has to be the facial expressions of Donnie Darko, man. His uh, facial expressions were almost like the setting. Like, the setting is so important. The background of everything, the base of every interaction is where they are. Dude, if he was just a shitty actor, it would have made this movie bad. Like, well, not bad. It wouldn't have been bad without them. He made the movie. He did, though. Like, those facial expressions added so much. Like, the the look of a psycho. I don't know. It just added so much. (laughs) I agree. I don't really know what words I can use to describe... What it added, like a lot of Jake Gyllenhaal's looks in this movie, were very knowing, like n- really knowing, creepy smiles, and he was just ominous. And it was like, this guy's a threat. <laughs> he's scary, but he's also like awesome.
0: He's the hero of the movie. You love him the whole time, even though you're like, this guy so creepy. Has potential to do some horrible things. Like the time that, that he got the axe on his shoulder and started walking out, you're like, oh, fuck. What's-?
1: I thought he was going to bury it in someone's head. I did,
0: too. I did, too. And then later on, he finds a gun, and you're like, oh, fuck. And then you kind of forgot about the gun for a while. Because it
1: was, it was, he didn't use it for mm-hmm. a really long time you, you, until he shoots Frank in the head towards the end of the movie.
0: Frank would call to him and wake him up, and then he would just leave the house in this kind of sleep state mm-hmm. and you just never knew what the rabbit's going to tell him to do. Yeah. It was just a really kick-ass idea for a movie. The rabbit, like you said, just the mask
1: was fucking crazy. That's one of the coolest Halloween costumes I have ever seen.
0: I was kind of sad when you took it off and you just saw that there was a regular person underneath. I kind of wish that it would have just been this delusion of a rabbit the whole time that would have just sent Donnie off doing all sorts of things.
1: Yeah, which... Uh, it's like down the rabbit hole again. That's kind hey. of like a little. Well, it's like a Alice in Wonderland type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, there was a bunny there yeah, too. Yeah, they have their own rabbits. Hey, bitch! Yeah. I get some imagery. I did. I finished English four.
0: My favorite part. I talked about it earlier. The whole sequence of the montage of him coming into school Mm -hmm. and they're walking down the hall and then that bully starts walking toward him and makes the face and then they track and follow the bully.
1: Which were the the Bible lady who, Mm -hmm. yeah, she was making like this. "Eh." And then it follows her
0: and she walks somewhere and then you see the bully again and he's snorting coke and then you see Mm -hmm. the principal who notices them snorting coke but does nothing about it and he goes outside and then Drew Barrymore is out there and then Drew Barrymore walks and then she sees the sparkle motion girls dancing and then it just
1: it was really 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 cool
0: and they basically played the whole song which a lot of times they put parts of songs in it and it works for awesome transitions they played a good two plus minutes of that song and it was perfect man it's like i said earlier it's and people might be like really but it's one of my favorite scenes in a movie it just worked for me, on every level. It checked all my boxes for just a kick-ass scene. I can't wait to watch the movie again. We're going to try to find the director's cut, I think, yeah. so we can see other stuff that goes on in it that we might have missed that might help us with the ending a little bit because I still don't fully understand the ending. Yeah. Obviously, he went back in time to save everybody. Like,
1: and we don't have to infer that because the screen goes black and then in white letters, October 2nd, 1988 or whatever, mm. pops back up. So you know that he traveled back. All right, bucket of chicken. What do you think? (laughs) I mean, there's really one option. And if Jake Gyllenhaal was not the option, then it would go to Frank. The concept of this weird, creepy demon bunny guy. But obviously, Jake Gyllenhaal gets it. His acting in this movie was very important to me, just like Joaquin Phoenix's acting in Joker was very important. Yes, Like... I'm not sure if they're on the same level.
0: I mean, they, they both played somebody with a severe mental illness to a T. Yeah. To a T. Now, Jake Gyllenhaal's character, Donnie Darko, could hide his a little better.
1: Oh, yeah. Joker,
0: not so much. And, and
1: that laughing thing is real. I think during the, our episode, we were like, is, is that a real condition? Oh, it's Joker's? Real. Yeah. Hmm. his The the compulsive laughing until you're in pain and like choking and stuff, that's real. Wow. Which I, because I saw, so like I, I kind of thought it was real because it seems believable. And then I think actually two days ago or something like that, in my YouTube recommended, I saw it was like Joker laughing condition versus real life. And it looks the exact same. And in one of uh, Joaquin's interviews about Joker, this lady asked him about the laugh and how he got his inspiration for it. And he was like, I just watched videos with of people with the condition hmm. and just tried to copy it. It's really weird that that's a thing, but
0: look at you bringing some substance to uh
1: movie <laughs> mugging. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. That's the last time.
0: <laughs> I mean, it probably will be anyway. So hey, fuck <laughs> it's you. Not Much of a threat. <laughs> fuck you. All right. Um. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. I would love to give it to the person who made the montage or whatever, but by me calling it my favorite part, I mean, that's just as great to whoever did that. I'm sure they, they appreciate that. Jake Gyllenhaal, all the way. All right, here we go. Score time, and if and if you want to, you can give me what last night's score would have been versus what now yeah. sleeping on it score.
1: So last night it was a one hundred until the end, where I got confused and it kind of got me mad. Mm-hmm. So then it probably went down to like this out of, even though I loved the movie so much, this one the ending didn't take off as much as, like, Gladiator did. Um, It wasn't, like, a huge, terrible blow to me. So it was, like, probably, like, high 70s Mm -hmm. in that moment. But right now, I'm thinking 96. All right. Because, I mean, you sleep on it. You kind of, like, think about it more, and you're like, okay, this ending makes more sense to me now. It's so, it a fucking awesome movie.
0: Yeah, I was 80 last night. Mm-hmm. Because this, it's not the ending that I hoped for, although I don't really know what ending I would have yeah, hoped for. Yeah, exactly. But it left me confused, and then my brain's going crazy, thinking, wait a minute, I, I can't figure this out in my head. It's like that meme, that lady that's got all With those all the mathematical formulas behind her. Mm-hmm. That was my brain, and that was my brain... At one fifteen in the morning, but I think we both kind of felt stupid after watching the ending and it's kind of hard being confused too. But I think, I think a lot of people probably felt that way. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say they did to make myself feel better.
1: No, definitely people do.
0: So I started out eighty, sleeping on it, bumped it up eleven. I'm ninety one.
1: Awesome. Like this movie was top tier. It was really good. It was really
0: good. I definitely enjoyed it, and I'm glad we slept on it.
1: Yeah, me too. It, we really needed to. All right, got anything else? No. All right. Thank you for tuning in to episode number sixty-nine
0: of movie Muggin'. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at movie Muggin'. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. We appreciate you listening and uh, have a movie muggin
1: day. Bye.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. When you burn. Bark- <laughs>